Today's soundbite on Right at the Fork is brought to you by Upserve, the industry's largest and most comprehensive cloud-based restaurant management system. You know, I didn't know this, and I was happy when Upserve got in touch with us to tell us that already 8,000 restaurants across the country use their analytics and point-of-sale solutions to run smoother operations and, very important, exceed guest expectations. That's right. Using Upserve, you can find out which menu items are driving repeat business. You can use it to measure staff performance. Upserve serves up only what you need to know to manage your restaurant. And again, back to this cloud-based thing. Think about it. Something happens at the restaurant, you could lose everything. But on the cloud, you don't. Right. And it's also something you can check from afar. Mm -hmm. It's not something... Uh, that you have to do while you're at the restaurant. So busy restaurant owners, we know they are. Certainly that's a benefit. Mm -hmm. So you want to visit Upserve.com, and while you're there, you'll see a little video that'll show you how you'll benefit from this, and then you can get some reduced pricing when you tell them that Chris and Court sent you. So again, Upserve.com, very cool business, and we're happy to have them support our podcast. That's right, and it's also supported by the Chew Dining Club. Chew Dining Club. Mm-hmm. We love them. They've been with us for quite a while now. They have been, and it's uh, it's this great app. You put it on your phone, whether you're an Apple person or an Android person, they've got it for you to get you exclusive uh, d- details on things going on. Sometimes some benefits are involved in that. And there'll be more and more restaurants as time goes on. Right now, they've got a really nice roster of restaurants where you check in, mm-hmm. you give them, you, when you get a when you pay your bill, there's a, a number on there. You insert it and then you're automatically in line to get some uh, some notifications of some benefits that you can derive free pizzas uh, happy hour specials that yeah. sort of thing we're talking places like St. Jack Loyal Legion Hamlet Oven and Shaker just to name a few yes just to name a few and there are a few restaurants in Portland but may as well take advantage of Chew Dining Club that's right while you're at it so get it on your phone today it's the Chew Dining Club Welcome back to Right at the Fork. It's a soundbite edition of Portland's Food Scene Podcast with your hosts, Chris Angelus from Portland Food Adventures. And Court Johnson from Kink Mornings. We, it's almost as if we, we rehearsed that. I introduce you, you introduce me. We're, we, we're in month eight doing this Yeah, together. it's like, so man, we're, maybe we're we getting a little... go national. Let's do that. Or international. We actually are. Have you ever looked at the geography of this like, podcast? Yeah, every now and then uh, there's we have a listeners in Afghanistan. Yeah, we have the, yeah, in that's Iraq. just it. Middle Middle East countries. It's yeah. crazy all over the world. Yeah. So, so Julie, you're you know Julie Lee, who's here with us. Yep. Yes. Hello, hello, Court. Hello, Chris. Thanks for being with us. Thank you for talking me into it. <laughs> well, we've been talking about this for a little while. Oh, that's right. I did have to do a little talking you into the. Talking. It's all good. Anything for you, Chris. Are you nervous? Uh, you know what? I, I had a couple cocktails this morning, so I'm fine. Oh, that's a good way to start. <laughs> that's a, a few of our recent guests have been doing that. What's going on with this? Whatever it takes. I think we should start recording at about 7 at night. It all depends on what time you're actually waking up in the morning, because I, I wake up at 3.30 a.m. So right, like right now, it's, I mean, it's, it's, we're, approaching, hour, we're approaching dinner time for me. Exactly. That's so your happy hour. But Julie is going to be, we, we haven't done this yet on our sound bites, and we've been doing the sound bites for a long time. You're going to be covering what? Vegan and vegetarian. Awesome. So, and that's obviously a very important aspect of dining in 
all communities, but especially in Portland. It's definitely become more popular. And actually, Portland was just named the number one vegan-friendly city by PETA, <laughs> right? I'm sure some <laughs> chefs were probably just cringing right? at that. Because you can go almost anywhere and demand the type of food that you want now. It's not so much even saying, hey, I'm allergic to this. This is what I want. And, and people expect it. That's absolutely true. Yeah. You know, and Portland's gotten really friendly. The chefs, I mean, it's paleo, gluten-free, vegetarian, meat only, and they'll do anything now. It's, it's, a, it's a different world. A few years ago, and we've referenced this on the podcast, where I, it was a New Year's Eve, I believe, dinner, and um, Greg Denton at Ox posted mm-hmm. his, his post-it list from the dinner, the requests and the allergy problems and the dietary requirements. Mm. And it was literally, so if post-it notes were what, three inches wide? Yeah. There, there were probably 10 wide and 10, and 10 deep for the evening. Yeah. That's not easy to manage in a kitchen. No. So, so you see some kitchens that deal part, with, deal it's with. It's part, I guess part of the modern modern day challenge with restaurants, because if, if that were at my house when my kids ask special requests, I'm like, nope, here you go. You get what you get. Well, some do. And, and increasingly, you know, I'm involved in events and there are a lot of fixed menu dinners out there. That's difficult to do because right. if you have 30 people having the same thing, then, you know, you it's hard to request. But we're not here to talk about those. We're here to talk about those places where you can specifically get wonderful vegan and yes. vegetarian food. Yes. So uh, can I just talk about a couple of mine? And one, they may overlap with yours. Please, too. yes. But I have my uh, friend, and he's been on the podcast, Jeff Ryderback, uh, Homegrown episode, Smoker. So, episode 12, by the way. Episode if you go, 12. If you want to go back into the archives of Right at the Fork, you can just go find episode 12 and you'll hear all about it. Is that you, by memory, Court? You have them all memorized? Chris or? Chris slept me a note. We're, actually, <laughs> we're in my research. We're actually doing some preparation. We know what those <laughs> are. But, um, but um, no, Jeff does uh, barbecue mm. and, um, and he's had a couple of carts and he's got a little brick and mortar over by, uh, over by the, the stadium. Over where the timbers are. Yes, yep. it's on my list. It's good. Yes, it's great. Okay, he's very passionate right. about it. He's had a huge following at PSU, and he's moved, and he's been over on Mississippi, and um, he does a great job. So, and I like his food. You don't have to be vegan to enjoy it. Right. Um, What's your favorite? Uh, well, he's got like a pastrami, and he calls it something else, and I can't remember what it is. But he's got a pastrami sandwich. That's just you is. As delicious in a different way than pastrami. What does he call it? I don't know. We'll we'll find we out. We should meet it. there sometime. That's been on my list. Absolutely. So, all right. After the election. After. Jeff and I have been tussling on <laughs> Facebook. Think... I'm not going to do it. You're not eating until after the election? No, or... and he and I, someday I will tell the Jeff Ryderbach story from my childhood, too. And the other one that I was going to mention is Farm Spirit. Oh, which, Farm which Spirit. people know about yes. now. And, Fabulous. And, and, and obvious, it's obvious why they know about it, because it's... Aaron Adams is doing a great job. He's killing it there. I, I had the most fabulous meal there. And it, he that is just proof that you don't need meat on a plate to make a good meal. And I, yeah, that's a place where you're not going if you, you don't have to be a vegan to no, go there. No, no. I You know, I, I, I think anybody could go there and feel full and feel satisfied. And the way I love that format too the farm spirit willow's doing the same thing willow mm-hmm. does have meat in their dishes but they mm-hmm. will do a vegetarian specialty for people 
Um, I was there recently and the person next to me ordered vegetarian and I was almost jealous of what they were doing for, for them. Um, it's, you know, it's incredible to see what they do as edible art, basically. And you're full. It's, you know, it's just the kitchen and the, dance. And the people at Farm Spirit are lots of fun. Oh, they, they are. They have a good they staff are. and you're eating at the counter. Yes. So that, yeah. that's part of the experience. It's not just going and ordering food off a menu. They're, it's coursed out and it's yeah. really good. Yeah, so it's somebody, like you're going into Aaron's dining room, living room at home, and he's just chatting with you as he's chopping and. And he's getting wonderful. a lot of accolades. No one's giving me. No one's ever given me any accolades for in my, in my home kitchen. So. <laughs> He's you haven't invited me. Oh, uh, well, I, you wouldn't give me accolades. That's not, that wouldn't happen. So what's your experience with vegan and vegetarian food? So it started in college. I was I went to school in Eugene. It was very granola-ish. Is there a college in Eugene? What's that? It's There's a little little college. <laughs> not much football or Stay basketball played there. It's more of an, you know, uh, arts you, college. Oh, so it's <laughs> Eugene College. Yes, right. yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. Um, so I, it started for me in the eighties. I went to the college in the eighties and I just kind of bought into the whole, you know, if it has a mom and a dad, I'm not going to eat it philosophy. Right. And so I went almost all four years that way. And it, it was at the time, not as easy to eat that way, but I found a little grocery store in Eugene called Sundance. And, um, I think it's still around. It was there in the seventies and, you know, nuts and grains and all of that. And for me then, it was more of a philosophy than, than an eating lifestyle. So I got out of college and, you know, frankly, I, I started, I had anemia, right? Because I wasn't getting enough protein and all of that. So I started needing to eat meat again. Um, I now have two teenage boys. When I was pregnant with them, it was critical, you know, for me to start doing the more protein-plated um, dishes. And so I started eating a lot of meat again and fell in love, fell back in love with meat. Um, and then about a year ago, I, I've been trying to lose 16 pounds since I was, you know, gave birth to my second child and he's 12. Why 16 and not 15 or 17? (laughs) I'm weird that way. I don't know, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good round number. I had a number. It's a real goal. I had a number in my head. (laughs) It's just not a random one. (laughs) That's what's good about it. You have to Not a random number. And, um, and so I, you know, I, I tried, you know, running and yoga and all of that, abstaining from alcohol, which is super boring and, um, really trying to watch what I eat. And, Finally, I happened onto this program. Um, uh, Monica Spolstra Metz is a um, food blogger and a nutrition coach here in Portland, and a friend of a friend. And so I finally just said, "Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this." And so I did her program called Camp Kale, which is a 30 day program where it's vegan, right? It's it's. I mean, you, you know, she's flexible. You can work in meats and stuff. I mean, she she's not strict, but. She basically teaches you a veggie forward lifestyle. And so I watched the movie Right at the Fork, which is not your, or not Right no, at the Fork. No, no, no. no. Um, thanks for being for, uh, Yeah. I'm glad. I'm, glad see, it, I'm always thinking about you, Chris. Always. Right. Um, forks over knives. Right. Which, right. Which Jeff turned me on to, by the way. Oh, Jeff really? Reidenbach. Yes. Yeah, so okay. It's all, obviously. It's all coming full circle, right. Then, right? Yeah. And, you know, you watch those kind of movies and it, it really does make you think about what you're eating again, right? As did um, Food Incorporated for me. That wasn't a that wasn't in this genre, but it, it caused my whole family to start thinking about food differently for six about six months, and then it wore off. Yeah, it does kind of wear off. I mean, I think it's some and Hungry for Change is another one. That's a really good one. But I I, I think that 
right after you watch those type of movies. It's kind of like when my boys watch Super Size Me and they haven't been to McDonald's since, right? right. Uh, You watch those movies and all of a sudden you're like, okay, I think differently now. I feel differently now. And so I really changed the way that I thought about food thanks to this Camp Kale program. She she sends um, menus, she sends recipes. And so in the morning, the first thing I think about is having a big juice, you know, with beet and kale and ginger, where I used to think about having a breakfast sandwich. I, um, and I love the juice. And you know what? Every time I have it, consume it, I'm done, and it's easy to make, easy to clean up and put away. I'm happy. Yeah. So, you feel good, too, I right? Yeah, I mean, I was doing it three or four times a week, and now I just realized because, see, the, it wears off. It wears off. Tomorrow I'm having one. I meant to have good. one this morning, and I didn't. But... Okay. So I'm that's that. And then, you know, lots of salads. And, and here's the thing. I, I, I just followed her program for 30 days and I lost 18 pounds and wow. it wasn't even trying. I mean, I, I, I was full. I didn't feel hungry. I, you know, and I just, you know, and it's, you know, but you really want to abstain from alcohol and coffee during that same month. It's hard to follow a program like that forever, right? It that's is. Why it's a I know. Thing. That, so when yeah. I mentioned, when I did the shakes for or the smoothies, whatever, for three or four, three or four times a week. Over three or four months, I lost 10. And it w- didn't feel like I was, you know, I still had a, a different kind of breakfast here and there. I didn't go all in on it, but I went in enough where it impacted what it, the intake. Exactly. You don't have to go crazy with it. And and it is, you know, I, I will admit, it would it would be hard to do forever. But what it did Some is it, it changed not. the way I look at plates. So even when I go to Oxnow, one of my favorite restaurants in town, I look at the vegetables first. I know I'm going to get well, a steak you, yeah, or some seared scallops. Yeah, there because they do such a wonderful job with vegetables, too. Almost as much every, as you, would, you yeah. wouldn't think so because it's ox, but it, no, that's one, of their, that's one of the things they do well. So let's get to some of your favorites. Okay, so, um, well, you mentioned, you know, one that I is new on the map for me is Farm Spirit. Mm-hmm. I really, so I'm a busy mom. I'm an in-and-out kind of person, so I love the ones that are pretty quick. Prasad. I love Prasad mm-hmm. and Harlow, the sister restaurant. I stop in there probably two times a week for a rising juice and a ginger tea. And then I might be back for lunch and, you know, get a bliss salad or something. And it's it's filling. It's fast. I, that's the thing about vegetarian. It's almost become fast food. Um, you know, this isn't a, a, a diner you know, or a foodie kind of place, maybe. But Garden Bar, I, they're everywhere now. And I love Garden Bar. It's they're doing to food what Subway did like 40 years ago. You can go in, you can get a big salad, you can get anything you want on that. Um, their salads are huge too. I, it's they do have what salads. Is, so what does a salad cost at Garden Bar? It's about 10 bucks. You know, okay. it's not you know, it's not not expensive, not cheap. I mean, it's right. That's about that's about the going rate for a lunch. Everything's I would say, gone downtown. Up, I, know, I remember yeah. when salads were, and now I'm seeing salads on menus, twelve dollar salads. Yeah, without protein. Just, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I like the way Garden Bar does it because you, you just add on what you want. And you, you want animal protein on there, throw it on. Um, but you can have a delicious salad without any animal protein in Garden Bar. Um, Blossoming, Blossoming Lotus, which is uh, the one that started down in the Pearl and is now over on Northeast Broadway. They have a fantastic burger that's made of lentils. And um, uh, Am I going to miss my burger, though, um, as a carnivore? Is that some? Is that for you know someone who's on a vegan diet? I 
I don't think so, but I eat that way. You know, I think it does take a little bit. I, I'm wondering, I'm very curious to go to your uh, smoker place. So, you know, and, and get barbecue because I, I got to admit, I love barbecue. So it'll be interesting for me to, you know, for, to try that out. Um, it's not a total vegan vegetarian place, but Rue I went to recently and that was fantastic. Their vegetables just so good and that's brand new that's just open brand new just open in june so um i highly recommend that they're they're doing great things there not um, to be confused with roe no the, correct I, the, as soon as i saw that name i thought there was gonna be some confusion and rue yes yeah yeah both and, on the same the side way, of the river Roe's okay too Roe's pretty damn good uh yeah um kiva i don't know if you know about kiva nope. kiva's in northwest portland a little more uh less lesser known and she does amazing bowls, um, juices. There's a they have a massage place there too, so you could spend oh. all day there and just. Now you're in court. Right? Yes, <laughs> court. Jump <laughs> <Yep>. on in. <laughs> I was waffling a little bit, but did I I'm, did I hook you with you massage? Hooked, oh yeah, he's, sure. he's been quiet over here on the on the vegan. Are you able to get them at the same time? Eat a bowl. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they would do that for you. I'm down. <laughs> So that's that's really yummy. Moberry, you know, if we're going to go to food carts, I love moberry. Um, and you, how's that spelled? Is it moberry? M-O-B-E-R-I. Oh, and oh. you actually, you you jump on a bike and you make your own. Oh, oh that's over yes. on Sandy. Uh, there's three locations. Oh. They just opened a brick and mortar over by PSU just like oh, this a, month. That's or, a great idea. There's one up on 23rd. Yes, well. exactly. Yeah. No, my, exactly. Uh, my daughters love it. Yeah. In fact, they would they would go and work there. Do they just cycle to get your smoothie? You'll remind them someday, I'm sure. Sure. When they get when they're well, age. The idea behind it though is that you <laughs> hop on the thing and you churn your own you churn your own smoothie, right? That's right. The idea. Right. Yeah. And you can churn it to your. Is it only a Portland thing, or is this? Oh yeah, okay. yeah. No, and um and Ryan Carpenter is the owner. He was on Shark Tank yeah. and went pretty far on Shark Tank, I think. And um, yeah, he's he's killing it. He's doing great. Oh wow! I have to find that Shark Tank episode. I've been kind of binging on that a little bit oh there there you go yeah i think it was a while ago like maybe 2010 or something but um yeah love love moberry whole bowl i mean yeah that's everybody knows whole bowl but i that is such a great go-to food cart downtown and well actually i think there's four different locations and don't assume everybody knows people. Okay, well, pe- let's. You know, too many people are just moving into town, and we have. They let's have to let's talk about whole bowl. Whole bowl is amazing. It's 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 literally a meal in a bowl, and it's you know you, you you can do it vegan or vegetarian. I prefer the vegetarian style because they will put some cheese and sour cream on there, and that makes it delicious. But it's good either way. So um, you're not a vegan or vegetarian now. You, you're, you're, I can't be for my, you know, I, I am a food writer for 1859 right. magazine. And, and, and there have been food writers in the past that have written about non-vegan restaurants that, you know, are reviewing food that they, someone else had to eat, I think. No, I'm not that person. No, I'm not I'm that not, person I'm not accusing at you of that. No, just, yeah, no, I, I you know, you're honestly. Not a, you're not a critic either. Right? I'm not a critic. Right. I, I'm more of a recommender. Exactly. Which and is so I'm recommending, do. yeah. But pe- do people call you a critic? Do they say, do they introduce you as this is Julie, the food critic for 1850? Sometimes magazine? that word gets confused. Yeah, I find but, it all the time. But I'm not a critic. I mean, I, I really, I don't, I, I don't really give out bad reviews. It's more about, you know, here's the recommendations. And, and I do the whole state, so not just Portland, but here's the recommendations that I would suggest. And you've got to do more of them now because 1859 is upping its publication schedule, is it not? It is. It just went monthly in July. So, um, yes, yes. And then I do a weekly blog as well for them online. 
So wonderful. Yeah, yeah, it's all it's all good. But yeah, no, I can't do what I do and just eat vegan or vegetarian. I wouldn't feel right about that. No. When I when I go to a, a you know a foodie event, like I've seen you at some of them, you know, and I'm served bone marrow, I'm going to eat bone marrow or rabbit or, you know, whatever is presented. In fact, I actually love bone marrow. <laughs> Ironically, uh, Raven and Rose has some great stuff. But um, but yeah, no, but just for my personal, if I'm trying to feel healthy, feel good, vegetarian and vegan is is what th- does that for me. And I think, so, I think that's what a lot of people want to do. They want to jump in a little bit, not whole, mm-hmm. ho- whole hog. <laughs> uh, but um, I would imagine the the people who are vegan probably could do a similar list to yours. They would because there's only so many places that do it. So yeah, and so there's is- there's more, and you know, more and more pe- places like you said in the beginning offer vegan. So I brought you guys some lunch. Oh, I brought you vegan Chicago style hot dogs mm. from Spikes downtown. Very so nice. the it, they're vegan on a gluten bun, gluten free bun. And they're Chicago-style dogs. Uh, they nice. they do Thank a different you. dog every That's month. That's very so. different than the Kim John Grillin hot dog, dog right. that we got yeah. recently. That was oh, the, someone else bring you lunch? I'm not the first. Once in a while. Oh. I mean, there's a right. sign behind you that says no food and drink. And it is. Oh. <laughs> but as long as it's in the bag. Right. As long as yeah, it's yeah. in the bag. I did not see that. <laughs> it's all right. We didn't. We, I don't tell. Only tell. eyes for you two. Yeah, I didn't I see that at I all. Don't tell. Uh, thanks a lot. So what else is, what's coming up very quickly in, uh, 1859 to look forward to in the, the fall? Uh, the, so the issues coming out, we're doing a beer issue in October and, um, yeah, there's just, you know, we're, we're just clicking along. The machines are churning. It's, good. it's really fun to be monthly. It's That's great. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. And it's a good publication. It's, you know, it's, it's covers the whole state. And I've always believed that there's a whole world out there, as you know. Yes. Outside of Portland, as wonderful as Portland is, there's this beautiful, incredible world all over Oregon. And there the, is. It's the best state. There, there is. And I, I am so, I love my job. I love eating throughout the state. Good job. <laughs> the mountains it, are pretty too, but I like the food. It's a pretty good gig. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and and thanks for coming in and sharing with us. Oh, you bet. Thank sharing you for your having ideas me. And sharing your, uh, your food. Appreciate it. Anytime. Thank you. Thank you, Court. Thank you, Chris. Right at the Fork is supported by Upserve. Upserve is the cloud-based restaurant management system serving up everything you need to know to run a smoother operation and exceed guest expectations. It's your restaurant. Run it like you mean it with Upserve. Visit Upserve.com to request a demo today. Tell them you're a Right at the Fork listener and get special pricing. The Chew Dining Club. Chew Dining Club gives you rewards and intel from Portland's best restaurants. Check in at participating establishments and you'll get rewards you want, like free pizzas, beverages, and extended happy hour deals, plus exclusive information and invites to fun food events. Chew. Find it on iTunes or Google Play. Leanne Bach of M Realty. Choosing the right realtor can make or break the buying or selling experience in real estate. Leanne Bach is in tune with the ever-changing Portland landscape especially as it pertains to our food and restaurant world. Why not work with someone who's in step with you? Find Leanne at LeanneBach.com. L-E-A-N-N-E-B-A-C-H.com. And by Zupan's Markets. Unsurpassed quality from the best meats and wines to the freshest baked goods, flowers, and craft beer, emphasizing locally sourced items. 
Zupan's has been inspiring food lovers and local chefs for over 40 years with the very best Northwest bounty in Portland. West Burnside, Southeast Belmont, Southwest McAdam, and Lake Oswego. Zupan's Markets. Love your food. Right at the Fork is hosted and produced by Chris Angeles and Court Johnson. Intro music by Ariel Varinas. Find links to her music in the show notes section. Connect with us on Twitter and Instagram at Food Podcast PDX or on Facebook at Right at the Fork or online at rightatthefork.com. You got